0: Welcome to In Broad Daylight, your host, Adam Todd Brown. On this episode, Kanye West is a human garbage. Hey, welcome to In Broad Daylight. This is my solo show. I'm Adam Todd Brown. I feel like I always need to remind people of that for some reason i don't know why anyway let's get right to it just i guess right off the bat uh fuck it fine i give up i am finally tired of kanye west uh if you haven't uh heard or read about it so far this is him on stage last night in san jose california
1: I told you I didn't vote, right? But I didn't tell you. I guess I told you. But if I would have voted, I would have voted on Trump.
0: Okay. If you couldn't make it out clearly or haven't already heard, that was Kanye saying he didn't vote, but if he did, he would have voted for Trump. I mean, he's obviously free to support whoever the fuck he wants. But what a cowardly way to go about it. It's like he found a way to be a part of the problem without having to admit to being part of the problem. If if he'd said this pre-election, who knows what kind of impact it would have had, not only on his career, but the election itself. But now that all of that is over, he gets to sign on as a Trump supporter And all of the awful shit that entails, like endorsing the idea of having a white nationalist as our president's top advisor, he gets to sign on to all of that without ever having to have run the risk that he might have ended up on the wrong side of history if Trump lost. Even worse, it's probably just a ploy to draw attention to the fact that this lunatic wants to run for president in 2020. I mean, I'll give you a second to laugh it up at that idea, while also reminding you that we just elected a former reality TV star as our next president. Like, at least Reagan got his feet wet destroying the world as governor of California before we let him take over. Trump didn't even have that. What his winning symbolizes is that a lot of people in this country see the president as a figurehead and nothing more. If you mention Trump's lack of experience to one of his supporters, you'll inevitably hear that he's going to surround himself with the best and smartest people. Well, no. He's surrounding himself with a bunch of bigoted monsters who will irrevocably wreck this country for years to come. And even if that wasn't the case... That is backwards thinking. The president should be at least one of the smartest people in the room when important decisions that affect this country are being made. It's fine if they aren't the smartest, but they should definitely be top five at least. But that's beside the point. What I'm getting at is that after this shit, don't doubt for a second that Kanye West could make a legitimate run At the presidency in 2020. And goddammit, that is not the path we need to be heading down. Assuming we all make it out of the next four years alive, I agree that we maybe need some shakeups in the way the respective parties select their candidates, but that doesn't mean we should turn the presidency into a literal popularity contest. What's worse is that what Kanye finds so attractive about Trump isn't his policies or his plans for this country, I mean, I p- maybe that's not worse because those plans and policies are pretty fucking abhorrent, but uh, what Kanye really likes is just the way Trump went about his campaign. Here's another quote from last night.
1: There's methods, non-political methods to speaking that I like, that I feel were very futuristic, and that style, method of communication has proven that it can be a politically correct way of communication and i fuck with that i loved the debate i loved his approach
0: i mean yeah man every demagogue comes to power that way they're especially adept at connecting with people because they speak to desires and prejudices instead of engaging in discussions about the issues. They seem like outsiders because they speak in a way that people running for office shouldn't fucking speak. Political correctness is called that for a reason. It's because when you're an elected official, it's your responsibility to govern in a way that addresses the needs of as many people as possible without letting... The various prejudices of the world creep into your decision making. It's the correct way to politics, if you will. That Trump didn't do that is something Kanye somehow finds futuristic and inspiring. To quote my good friend and co host, Caitlin Cutt, there is a Black Mirror episode about that. It's called The Waldo Moment, it's about a literal cartoon that runs for office as a politically incorrect joke but eventually becomes the leader of the entire goddamn world. Trump isn't in charge of the entire world yet, but the rest of that description applies just fine. But hey, maybe I'm wrong about Kanye. Maybe he'd make a fantastic leader and we should all just hear him out first. Fine. Here's another quote from the concert last night.
1: This world is racist, okay? Let's stop being distracted to focus on that as much. It's just a fucking fact. We are in a racist country. Period. Do not allow people to make us talk about that so fucking long. Let's talk about Whatever the fuck you want to talk about, just fucking stop talking about that, bro. It's racist, okay? It's racist. Radio racist, Hollywood racist, it's racist and a racist fucking country. Period. And that one or the other candidate was going to instantly be able to change that because of their views. Mom, fuck mind.
0: Oh, God. I mean, again, sure, no one candidate can end racism forever. But one of them was absolutely a vote for making racism something people are cool, being open, and comfortable with. And that's a huge fucking problem. This election was this country's chance to go even further toward distancing itself from its absurdly racist past and we did the exact opposite instead. That is a goddamn shame. And this seems like the worst possible time for someone with a platform as big as Kanye West to promote the idea that we should all just accept it and move on. But getting back to him running for president, to his credit, at least he understands that he's not qualified, but he's got an explanation for that. Here goes.
1: I don't say 2020 because out of disrespect to our president at all. I'm not saying that. Oh, man, that just means that anybody can win. That's not what I'm saying when I say 2020. I just said I got some ideas about the way we should connect our ideas. What? That we what? Use opposite parties, that the Republicans, that the Democrats, that everyone that ran that had an idea that people agreed with should be the collective ideas that are used to run the country. And that should mean more. What? So it's things that Benjamin Carson believes in, that I believe in. I think that Benjamin Carson should still be a consultant. I think that Hillary Clinton should still be a consultant. I think that Bill Clinton should still be a consultant. Like Obama said, I think Obama should still be a consultant.
0: What the fuck is he even talking about? Like, he's basically saying no disrespect to the president at all. It's just that I should be that and everyone else should do the work, I guess? Consultant work? And motherfucker, Ben Carson... What political matters are you wanting Ben Carson to consult on? That dude is a Simpsons character come to life. Ben Carson has exactly one place in this world, and that's in the operating room performing delicate brain surgery at the highest level of mastery, expertise, and excellence possible. Until the White House has a department of separating Siamese twins connected at the brain, he is useless to our democracy. But whatever... Bring it on home, you gigantic piece of trash. Here's another quote. It's already the
1: beginning of change. Sometimes things that you might think are bad have to happen in order for change to fucking happen. Sometimes you might have to not get your way to really understand what to do in the future to be able to get your way
0: what the fuck that is the most irresponsible fucking thing you could possibly say right now we're talking about a man who built an entire campaign on mass deportations and banning muslims from the country motherfucker lots of people might die that's not a minor thing that's not pick up your ball and go home and try again in four years It's so much more than not getting your way. Putting the lives of millions of people in jeopardy is not business as usual. It's not just another campaign policy. It is a profound shift in the values this country is supposed to represent. I have tried to stick with Kanye West through all of his shenanigans. I know it doesn't matter at all if I stop now, but I am. Fuck this idiot. His last album was kind of garbage anyway. And the most infuriating part is that, again, the precedent we just set in this country is that with enough star power, charisma, and money, any unqualified fuckstick who wants it bad enough can become president. There's a template they can follow in everything. Trump is following one to the goddamn letter, even if that doesn't manifest in disaster under the rule of Donald Trump, us making our political decisions that way will become a disaster under someone else eventually. (sighs) Anyway, thanks for listening to In Broad Daylight. This is the last show of the week. Uh, Next week, we're taking a little bit of a break for the holidays. We'll have our regular episodes up Monday through Wednesday, but then we're off Thursday and Friday so we can get drunk on turkey and we'll be back to our full strength schedule the following week write it down so you're not surprised and uh if you're listening to this for free on soundcloud and you find yourself bored over thanksgiving you can help yourself to a treasure trove of back episodes of this podcast by signing up for our subscription service at connectpal.com slash unpopular opinion anyway Thanks again for listening. We love you. Bye.